Welcome to the Fitbox Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Frankie. Glad you're here listening. On our podcast, we talk about two main things. First and foremost, we interview members of Fitbox so that way you can hear their stories about how they're repaying debt, how they're saving for retirement, buying homes, all this type of stuff really to give you motivation and some different ideas. That's the first thing we talk about. The second thing our podcast do is we take individual finance topics and go through them in more detail. So that way you can say, does this apply to me? And how does this apply to my plan? So if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com, build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome there as well. Today, I'm going to be highlighting how people make mistakes in terms of how they have their money invested, specifically how much risk they are taking. Okay. Now, I don't want to really say it's a mistake, but they don't understand the risk that they're taking or what the payoff is for taking that risk. So there's a mismanagement in terms of the risk that they're taking versus what they're actually going to benefit from. Okay. In this exact uh, today, when we actually go through this, I'm actually going to be going through uh, an example of an actual Fitbucks member. If you go uh, listening on the podcast, you know I'll be sure to make sure to point out all the numbers and everything. If you're watching on YouTube, you're going to be able to see this right on the screen. Uh, so let's jump into it. Before we do, as always, make sure you like and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the notifications bell so that way you're notified when new videos come out. Uh, same thing on the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. So that way you get new ones coming out. It helps us grow. It helps you learn. And also share this with your friends because it helps them learn stuff as well. Um, now let's jump into this. I, I want to start off by saying one thing first, and that is I wish everybody invested, okay? But most don't. And what I mean by that, because people might be like scratching their head right now. They're like, oh, wait a second. Well, I have a 401k. I have an IRA, all these different things. What I mean by that is when you have like your Roth IRA and for a majority of people in this country, they're managing money. Okay. Those of you that have heard this podcast in the past, you've heard me talk about this a lot. Managing money is just simply looking to get some type of long-term average return for some given level of risk that you have the ability and the willingness to take. Okay. Investing is like a full-time job where you're like really looking at picking out, you know, stocks and option trading and real estate investing and all that type of stuff. It's a, it's a full-time job. You're going to see why I wanted to start with that today on the podcast because of how this individual had their money is going to highlight what I'm talking about in terms of managing money versus in investing, okay? Now, here's the situation. This individual uh, graduated about six six months ago, just started out, just started working, okay? Already has some money in a 401k, has some money in a Roth IRA, and actually already has some money in a taxable account, okay? Now, on this, if we go into uh, the financial plan that he used on using Fitbox's technology, um, you'll see in here that he has a target uh, emergency fund of $7,300. And this is based on the financial plan that he built. Now, if we go to his profile and actually see how many, how much money in cash that he has currently, you'll see that he has about $6,800. And that's a key point. So as of right now, he does not have enough for an emergency fund based on his financial plan. 
Okay, so I'm going to bring that up again in the future. But I just wanted to highlight that because that's the situation that we are going to be looking at today. Okay, now I'm going to go and look at this from a financially technical standpoint with some numbers. And then I'm going to talk about it from a broad financial planning standpoint. Okay, now from a technical standpoint, we always look at the ability to take risk. And what we do on that when it comes to money management is we look at standard deviation around an expected average return. Okay, I'm going to show you some numbers on this, but before I do, if I scroll down here on, on this profile for this member, you can see that our, our technology at Fitbox is saying this is where his current risk allocation is. This is where we recommend it is based on his specific profile. So I can already tell you he is taking way more risk than what he has the ability to. So let's go in and see how much more risk, okay? So we can come in here, we can see what type of assets he has um, and see where it's invested at. When I hit continue, I can now get details on this information, okay? So what we're recommending is that he has a portfolio with a standard deviation of 8.06, okay? What does that even mean? The recommended portfolio that we that we recommend would have an average return of 4.8%. Okay. So what this means is we would expect him to be in a portfolio where on average it might earn 4.8%, but in any given year, it might go up 20% or it might go down about 12%. So that's what we're looking for is in that range. Okay. What is he actually taking in terms of risk? The actual standard deviation of the risk that he's taking is 21.5%. So he's basically taking two and a half times the amount of risk he has the ability to. Now, like I said earlier, I want to pause there because there's the ability to take risk and the willingness to take risk. If you have the willingness to take more risk and you understand it, I still don't think you should be taking it, but okay, you, you understand the risk. I don't think you have the ability to, that's what our technology is saying, but if you wanna take that risk, go for it, okay? I say that because with like this individual, what I see with most people, probably about 80% of the people that, that we work with at Fitbox when it comes to this, like the investment allocation, they have no idea how much risk they're taking or what they should be taking, zero. And that's why like last year in 2022, when the stock markets were doing really bad and markets are down like 20%, we had people that were losing 30, 40% coming to us being like, you know, I, I don't even understand anything. I just did these target date funds in, in my 401k and now my account 30, 40%, I don't know why. And it's like, that's what you don't wanna have happen. And when you match your investment actual allocation and the risk with your ability to take risk, even if it goes ups and downs, you're going to be able to stomach it because you're making that investment that is appropriate for you. Okay. Now, going back to this example, this problem is normally very easy to fix. Okay. The reason being is that most of the time, people are only invested, especially new grads, in those target date funds that I told you about with 
uh, in the 401k, okay? So when we dive into his holdings, he has these target date funds. But the thing that comes and jumps off the, the, the page at me is that he has an individual stock, Tesla, okay? And that is why the standard deviation in that portfolio is all over the place. Because like I said earlier, most of the time it's because people are graduating, they go into those target date funds that are really, really aggressive. But Tesla's even more aggressive than that, okay? So let me just go in and say, okay, well, what happens if we do like 0% the Tesla and we say, hey, we're going to move all that money out of Tesla and I'm going to go extreme just as an example in this. We say that he's going to put that money just into like a cash holdings. Why is that important in terms of a cash holding and why am I doing that? Well, because he doesn't have his emergency fund yet. Okay, so yeah, you should be in cash. You shouldn't be necessarily invested. Okay, now we run this analysis and it almost comes out like here's our adjusted allocation. His new standard deviation in that is 8.45%. Okay, and our recommendation is 8.06%. So pretty close. In my opinion, that would be close enough. So we're basically saying, look, on his ability to take risk, he can actually stay in those target date funds in this situation and take that risk in those. The risk was coming because he was in an individual stock with Tesla, plus he doesn't even have an emergency fund yet. Okay. Now that is what I wanted to touch on in the podcast from a technical standpoint. But let's look at this from a financial planning standpoint, because some of you are like, well, I want to invest in individual stocks. And I, and I get that. And, and like I said, I wish everybody would invest and do all this stuff, especially with this rise of like Robinhood and all these places that allow you to do this stuff very cheaply. But again, let's look at this from a financial planning standpoint. Okay. Like if you had one to three years, let's go like a three year time horizon. Okay. What's the probability of Tesla going up 10x in the next three years? I would say it's pretty small. Okay. Just based on what's going on with the markets, based on what's going on with Elon Musk, based on what's going on with Tesla's reporting recently. Not very good outlook. I don't think they're going to go up. Maybe they go up a little bit, but they're not going to go up 10x in three years. Okay. Now, What's the probability of a recession? What's the probability of having an emergency? I would say both of those have a higher probability of happening than Tesla going up 10x. Okay. But let's just say Tesla does go up 10x. Okay. You had $1,500 invested in that account. It goes up to $15,000. In the grand scheme of things, $15,000 is not that much money, okay? But what happens if you have an emergency? Now you got to start getting into credit card debt. All of a sudden, you're in this death spiral, right? And that's how we see people get into more debt and more debt and more debt. So let me ask you a question. With that money, do you think from a risk and return perspective, that is worth going into Tesla versus making sure that money is in a cash account. So that way you have your emergency fund. And then from there, put more money into your retirement accounts. And then once you have money in your retirement accounts, you got a good base of money in your emergency fund. Then 
you if you really want to go into individual stocks like Tesla and whatnot, do it. Okay, this is the biggest point I want to make in this podcast and this this video today. This is one of the biggest mistakes people make. And this individual actually told me this. They said, well, I put that Tesla money into like a separate category that I don't care if I lose it. First of all, he should care if he loses it because, well, he doesn't have an emergency fund yet. He might need that money. But I want to go back to that framing of that language because I don't care if I lose it. The mistake that people make is they bucket their money. They think of everything separate, their debt, their real estate, um, their day-to-day expenses, like risk to their income, investments. This is for my Roth IRA. This is for my 401k. This is for my you know emergency fund. If I lose this, I just don't care. When it comes to your overall financial plan, okay, your ability to take risk looks at everything and your investments should also look at everything okay tesla it's okay if you have it if it works in combination with everything else you are doing in this case holding an individual stock is not working with everything else you're doing so when you put all these things in the compartments you end up making major financial planning mistakes like this. And that's why oftentimes we see people in their 40s and their 50s and their 60s are completely missing their goals because they've constantly done things like that, okay? Now, if you guys want help doing something like this, again, this technology I showed you guys on YouTube today, if you're watching on there, this is all on Fitbooks. All you gotta do is sign up, become a member, build out your financial plan. You can link your accounts. Um, into Fitbucks. If you can't link some of your 401ks, we can input the the funds that you have available to you and whatnot right into this technology. And then you can use this technology yourself. This one's a little bit more cumbersome because it goes into really some some deeper financial knowledge on this stuff. Um, And so you can always call your Fitbucks coach and they'll jump on a call and help you do all this type of stuff to mix and match and show you like, hey, these are some options you have at moving around the money to better align your ability to take risk. Others of you know that like, if you want to have like your Roth IRA with us or your taxable investments, we can actually do the allocations for you so it matches this stuff. So you have some options in there on, on what you wanna do if you want help with all this stuff from a financial planning standpoint or just the investment analytics standpoint, just go to fitmonks.com, sign up, we can help. But that, again, is the main takeaway that I want you guys to take away from today is always match, I shouldn't say always, most of you are going to want to match your actual investment risk with your ability to take risk. Others of you that know this stuff a little bit deeper, you may be willing to take more risk. You may be willing to take less risk. Either way, in either situation, you need to identify what your ability is to take risk so you're educated. And you can say, hey, am I willing to take that? Yes, but I know the consequences and I'm willing to take those consequences. Or no, I don't even want to do that. I don't want to even, even based on my ability, I don't want to take that risk. I want to go less than that. But at least now you understand what's going on. So that way you understand what can potentially happen in the long run. That's the podcast and the video for today. As always, if you guys want help, you know how to reach us, bitbucks.com. We'll talk to you guys soon.